Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, radiolawtalk.com. Don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radio Law Talk. And here is the host for Radio Law Talk today. Please welcome... I got you, a little change in my pocket you, you may applaud in your car, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for Mr. Todd Cunin. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> there was a Saturday Night Live skit back when Bruno Mars was hosting, and the skit was, oh my gosh, Pandora has gone down. What are we going to do? And so they pulled the intern in to sing all of the requested songs live, and it was Bruno Mars. What a great idea. And they played all the... I was amazed that he hit every one of them. It was it was amazing, but yeah, Cal, doing his Bruno Mars impression, couldn't get the song to play, so he sung it himself. Yes! <laughs> well, nice. you know, I gotta do what I gotta do sometimes. <laughs> Todd Cunin here. We're in the second hour of Radio Law Talk. To my right, in the position of prominence, Denise Dirks, maintaining the social distancing, blaming it on COVID-19, but really because she probably doesn't like my deodorant or cologne. Denise, how or are you? Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> or sense of humor. Ouch. Trying to figure out a way that social distancing can protect her from a poor sense of humor as well. Uh, that's just not going to happen if you're wearing headphones. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, recovering from the jokes you tell me during the breaks. I'm sorry. I you know I cast a wide net. They cannot all be winners. <laughs> yes, and you as know surprisingly as, they can all be losers. I was going to say as we all know. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, you know it's it's a. Uh, no, I do. In, I I really do enjoy your humor. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's uh, opposite day today here on Radio Law Talk. <laughs> And behind the glass, three-time Emmy Award nominee, Cal Hunter. Cal, how are you? I'm fine. It's clothing inside out day. I did not know. I didn't get the memo. Okay. You know, before we get on to anything else law-related, I want to issue a, a public service announcement, a public oh, well, service announcement to those of you that may be receiving emails. Emails can sometimes pose, I don't know how to put this, fraudulent uh, offers. and. No. 
with the with the stimulus check that the government is sending out, by the way, if you're single, you may want to be careful bragging about receiving a stimulus check because as I've learned, many people go, oh, you got a stimulus check? Yeah. So you make less than 75000 a year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oops, I didn't mean to admit that. Well, um, anyway, so you get emails, right? And so I got this email this morning that said, the the uh, caption was your IRS notice. Now, when you receive an email from the IRS or something that says IRS, you take that seriously. But here's a little trick for you folks. Before you open up the email, just go ahead and click on the sender icon so that you can see what the email address is of the person that sent it. Because even though they might say they're from the IRS, when I did that, Turns out the domain name is from some swingers website. I'm guessing that is not the stimulus check that the IRS was talking about. So a different is, type of stimulus. The, it it, exactly. Like. I was not interested in that stimulus package, so I deleted. And uh, just a, a, a friendly tip there: the fraudsters are out, and they have no shame about using the global pandemic as a way to separate you from your hard-earned cash. Okay. Or your information, your or, very private information. Or your very private information. And with that, thank you for coming to Radio Law Talk. Got a lot to talk about here in the second hour. Uh, we're going to pivot to sports in a little bit. A lot of stuff happening in the sports world that's related to uh, various things. You know, the economy shut down. COVID-19 has shut everything down. But it hasn't shut down the law and people's desires to sue. Also remember here on Radio Law Talk, everything that we talk about is not to be construed as advice. Don't use this as the basis of your lawsuit or what to raise. In fact, the only piece of advice that I'm really comfortable giving here on Radio Law Talk is this. If you have a legal issue, I advise you to hire a lawyer of your choosing that you pay. That's the only thing I'm comfortable saying. You can use things that we say, however, around the dinner table, by the water cooler. You can use them when talking with family members or that brother-in-law that just drives you crazy. Feel free to quote us with reckless abandon in those contexts. If you want to join us here on Radio Law Talk, either by telephone call or if you have a comment that you want to pass to our call screener who will then relay it on the air, you don't have to go on the air if you feel uncomfortable with that, you can call us at... 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-529-7234. Always love it when people call in because it adds a little bit of flavor. Sometimes we get tired of hearing each other. You can also find us on Twitter at Radio Law Talk. That's and, correct. Uh, you can post your questions there. Or you can email a question during the week if it happens to strike your fancy at info at radiolawtalk.com, and to the extent we can answer those without giving legal advice, we will do so. And Cal, with that, it is the most important, the most compelling, <laughs> the most anticipated part of every hour of every show. Give us... Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! And for our second Case or No Case... I'm going to take you back to New York. The city is so nice they had to name it twice, New York, New York. Long Island, where a group of students at a school were asked to wear electronic activity monitors, monitors all of the time. You know, like a Fitbit or whatever it was. 
One parent asked her daughter, Lakeisha, about the bracelet, and she spilled the beans. She said, Mommy, teacher told us to wear it all the time. And uh, the mom said, well, they can't do that. That's a violation of my daughter's privacy. It's not the school's business to know your activity 24-7 and potentially your location. Teachers, however, were asked to track and report the students' physical activity 24 hours a day, supposedly to help combat obesity. Some teachers refused. The mom called the school, gave them a piece of her mind, let me tell you. And then she called a lawyer and asked the question, case or no case? Denise Dirks, what say you? I am going to say the Fitbit. That that truly is a violation of somebody's privacy. I'm sorry. Um, I would be very angry. I would not want my child to be tracked in such a manner. And I would probably speak to a, an attorney about exactly what I could do. So it's, it makes logical sense. So I'm going to say no case. <laughs> <laughs> it's too straightforward. <laughs> it is a disconcerting matter. And yeah. So okay, Mr. Cunin, what do you say? About Cal, I all have of a this? I have a question for yeah, you. No, is yeah. this a public school or yep. a private school? Public school. Yep. Public school. Yes, sir. Okay, and are you going to give us any rest of the story along the lines of the school was able to produce something that showed that the kids had signed or that the parents had signed a waiver when the kids were enrolled or anything no, like that? Nothing like that. They just decided. Okay. They got a grant from somebody and they said, "Oh, well, let's let's apply for the grant. And let's do oh, this." Oh, yeah. a grant money. It was a grant. It was grant money. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I'll say that I'll go the opposite. I'll say that this is a case just to keep things interesting. Uh, this is a case, and because it's a school, it is a public entity it falls under the government doing something and it is an intrusion in violation of the fourth amendment it is an intrusion into personal lives and personal property and all that so i would say that the mom consulted a lawyer and a lawsuit was filed but for some crazy reason i'm going to even say that the mom prevails and the school has to stop the practice hmm. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you the answer now because we only have 30 seconds. Yes, that would just spoil it. But what do you think? Case or no case, you can call us on our regular Radio Law Talk uh, chat line. You can tweet us. You can email us. Anyway, you can let us know. If you tweet us, use the hashtag case or no case. I'll check it during the break. Or you can just play along at home or in your car. Remember, no wagering. And stay with (laughs) us. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car wash, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road. Come visit the dog. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Are you serious? You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So it's the case of the Fitbit high schools or throwing a Fitbit high schoolers and the Fitbitters of the school that put the Fitbit on the kids to track obesity pursuant to a grant or something. I say 
Uh, Denise said it was no case. I said it was a case. And the mother of the child who pitched the fit bit prevailed somehow. Cal, what's going on? Well, the the uh, the school called her the the mom of the fit bit. Well, you know what they called her. Anyway. <laughs> they, they they added a couple of letters after the word yes. after letter T I'm, and bit. I'm just just saying. Now, for those of you who said this was a case, that would be Todd. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, bummer. <laughs> For those of you who say that Cal just made the whole thing up off of a true scenario, that would be nobody, but it's a true scenario. But no case was ever filed that we know of. So No case was ever filed. So the case or no case, God's giveth to me in the first hour and taketh away. <laughs> you got two second. points in the first one and none the second. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's how the game is played. And, and remember, you may play along at home provided no wagering. Okay. And and we have absolutely no way to police the wagering aspect of it, but it is a it is just a general piece of advice that we don't give. Right. 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 It's not (laughs) you didn't hear any advice from us. We got the COVID cops out there and we got the case or nose case wager cops. They're all all out there. I I, I just I'm waiting to see, you know, the holding tank at the prison for the people that come in. What are you in for? What are you in for? Well, you know, I, I got upset and I murdered somebody. What are you in for? I robbed a bank. What are you in for? I tortured somebody. What are you in for? Well, I had the audacity to take a walk with my family members during the pandemic. I, oh! Or I wore a face mask, but I didn't have one with a filter. That's right. All right what, what happened? Well, I wagered on a case or no case. Oh, uh, see? <laughs> see? You can see that uh, happening. Well, that's an <laughs> aggravating circumstance. I'm telling you. Oh, well, you know, we're letting all these other people out, but you don't get out. <laughs> uh, last hour. Last hour, we were talking about the U.S. women's U.S. soccer team and how their lawsuit suffered a... A, uh, a blow from the judge who, assen- who not essentially did dismiss the uh, payment of the wage discrimination claim, claiming that the people, the, the soccer players had collectively bargained for that, for the wages that they received. They had the opportunity to get more, but they specifically chose that pay structure. They can't turn around and sue for it now. And in that discussion, we talked about collective bargaining with wages, hours, and this thing called working conditions in the soccer uh, case, the other case that survived working conditions might include the charter planes that go back and forth and 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 that the players fly on and the difference between how the female the women's team was transported versus how the men's team was transported uh, or flown to the various game locations. Another example of working conditions comes up in this case. This case do the this case that comes from New York. All right, so there is a Chelsea hotspot. Chelsea, a location in New York that has uh, clubs and places that uh, pro athletes like to go and people who like to meet pro athletes like to go. And apparently at this upscale Mm. Chelsea restaurant, the owner was allowing certain NBA players to smoke marijuana, ganja, the hippie lettuce. Wait, are you telling me there are NBA players... Who smoke weed? Is this what you're telling me? I, I you know, uh, these are all allegations. Oh, these are all shattered. allegations. I know this, yeah. it is. It is shocking. 
um, that the allegations in that it have been made public are that it was a uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, two prominent players on the Celtics at the time that helped win a couple of uh, championships there. Well, Denise got all choked up over this she, whole thing. She, she did. <laughs> she did. All, I said marijuana, and it came too close to the word marriage. And as a family <laughs> law lawyer, she just like, oh my gosh, uh, what are you doing? But uh, so. The owner of this of this hotspot is being sued by the employees because of the health risks that the employees were exposed to by allowing the smoking of ganja on the premises. Right, because opposed health risks. That's right. To the staff. Now this is going to be kind of a an interesting uh, follow here, if you will, because I'm not sure that. There's a lot of studies on health risks. Are you saying secondhand marijuana smoke? Is that That's a, a, right. A, a allegation? Yes. Because, you know, if cigarette smoke, they might have a case. Or if they lived in an apartment with a woman who smoked, they might have a case. But the point is, yeah, but in California and all these other states, marijuana is becoming legal. And nobody is whistling or talking about the amount of poisons or toxins that are potentially in marijuana smoke. That, well, that's because marijuana smokers who smoke marijuana, well, that boy, there's a... There, there's a redundant phrase. Yeah, yeah. say that again. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they like to soak up as much of the marijuana as they can. I mean, when, when somebody smokes a cigarette, they don't usually smoke it, inhale it, keep it, hold it for as long as they can to get the maximum effect, and then exhale. They smoke and they puff and they exhale. They puff and they exhale. But marijuana smokers smoke it differently. Mm. I, there were other working conditions that were complained about too. Yes, and what were those? Um, not wearing the um. The right shoes. They're supposed to wear shoes that were related to the NBA, and that they were they didn't want to wear them. And so she, this person, it was really one server, I think. Um, you mean Admir like logo Couture. tennis shoes or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, and so that he got fired um, because he wasn't supposed to wear high top sneakers to work, and um, that he didn't want to wear the basketball sneakers in particular. And so there's some other th working conditions that he's claiming were um, inappropriate and that the the employer actually also misappropriated his tips. So we'll say this here. We're going to play this game. I'm going to take four things. One of them is a lie. Three of them are true related to this lawsuit. And after the, after the break, Denise, you can tell me what you think. The four things are that the employer allowed folks to smoke marijuana uh, there. There was the misappropriation of tips. There was the shoe issue. And there was a weight gain issue because the employees there all left work with the munchies. And when they got <laughs> home, they ate a lot. So one of those four things is yeah. not a true allegation. When we come back, Denise, I know it's cryptic. You you tell me what you think. Cal, take us out. All right, this is Radio Law Talk, and the show continues in just a minute. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. 
Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 if you are trying to quit I like the Amargosa Valley. Where's Fred? Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Where is Fred? That's the uh, that's the new Where's Waldo book. Uh, where's Where's Frederick? That's the book we should come up with because knowing our friend Fred Penny, he could be just about anywhere. That that guy he has an interesting life, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a lot of fun. He does. He does. But More he's a hard worker. He, oh, Don't get me wrong. He's let, very let me, much Let me tell worker. you something. I mean, Fred has a lot of irons in the fire, and he goes around. But seriously, what you just said, you cannot understate that enough. I'll, I'll receive a text or an email, and I'm amazed at the time at night that I'll get something. And then the time that I'll get another thing in the morning, and you're like, well, if you were lucid when you sent both of these, you only slept about three hours, four hours. It's amazing. And then I send him something when I get up at 4.30 in the morning, and what do I get? Come on, Cal, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I send stuff to my daughter, and she's in Munich right now, and she'll say, world clock, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and right. remind me. That's how it works. Right? All right, right, so we went into the break, and there were there were four three four things I said about this lawsuit. Three were true. One was a lie. What was the lie, Denise? What was the lie? Oh my what gosh. allegation was the lie? It was the fourth one. It was the fourth <laughs> one. The first one had to do with uh, the the employees were upset that marijuana was being smoked in the building. Then there was the tennis shoe issue. Then there was misappropriation of tips. And then there was the weight gain issue. People getting the munchies at work and then having to go home. And eating all the food in the kitchen. Yeah, he didn't get fired because of weight gain. Didn't get fired because of weight gain. Okay, all right. I'll I got take it. tennis shoes for five hundred dollars. Okay, Alex. yes, yes. <laughs> what are I don't know. You know, <laughs> we we what we did that case a couple weeks ago about the about the Kern County in California where they the government went in, the sheriff went in and made them burn all of their hemp. 
made him burn all of the hemp, a billion-dollar crop valued per the plaintiff's valuation, and did all of that before any due process was afforded for the owner of the crop to say, no, no, this isn't what you thought it was. It was this, not that. Although I am curious, I wonder if the law enforcement officers would say burning the crop was part of the investigatory process. Because when we burned the crop, everybody present got high as a kite, which proves that it was marijuana and not hemp. Had red eyes, <laughs> stood around, looked at each other and said, hey, hey. you got a pen? <laughs> Let's go get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, drug sniffing, our drug sniffing dogs were Passed going out. crazy, you know. I wonder if they have a support group for those, you know. Drug sniffing. After they retire, you know. Oh, hello, my name's Apollo. I was a uh, drug sniffing dog for the TSA. Hi, Apollo. It's been uh, it's it, it's been two weeks since the last time I sniffed my owner's suitcase. <laughs> you know, I ate their bottle of Xanax. When I'm really trying, I called my sponsor, helped me to get through it. <laughs> I have to eat all this Alpo. Every car I come to, I have to stop and sniff. Right. right? Uh, yes. Yes. Right, yes. Right, right. That wasn't my fault. She was as big as a car. I thought she was a car. Uh, so. All right, I digress. Different kind of crack. D- <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's moving move on. on. Back to this lawsuit about uh, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I think we I think we covered this lawsuit here with uh, with with the yeah I think we've covered this lawsuit. But with what's the, going on with Breland? Oh oh, Bashad yes. Breland. Okay, all right now. I'm just going to tell you right now. Who's Brashad Breland? Well, well, I'll set this up for okay, you, thank Cal, you because I am a 49er fan. Likewise. And I was pulling for the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and they played the Chiefs, and the 49ers lost to the Chiefs. They came up a quarter short. They did. They yeah. did. A quarter short and a long bomb pass that was yeah. maybe five oh, yards yes. too long. Whatever. Nice place, yeah. Be that as it may, I'm still a Jimmy Garoppolo supporter mm-hmm. and was happy that the 49ers kept him and did not go with Tom Brady. That would have been a mistake. Oh, what a joke. Yeah. Although Aaron Rodgers may be available next year. But that's mm. beside the point. Uh, the Chiefs have a cornerback named Brashad. Breland. And Mr. Brashad Breland was arrested in South Carolina on multiple charges, but released. Now, this is the thing that's this interesting to me. I, I circled this. I've he told. was released on bond. Now, look, when I was a DA and then as a defense attorney, usually the bail amounts are in easy round numbers. What's the bail going to be? $5,000, $7,500, $50,000, whatever. What was the bail amount in this case, Denise? $2,362.50. You know, that 50 cents is a backbreaker. <laughs> wow. And, and, to, and to an NFL cornerback, even if, even if he was making league minimum, I don't know what he makes, but even if he was making league minimum, $2,362.50 ain't that much, <laughs> no. all right? He's a cornerback, to, to answer your question, yeah, Cal. He's the cornerback. Yes, the cornerback. And so so the arrest dealt with, I believe, a suspected possession of marijuana and then some sort of allegation that maybe he was resisting the officer in the course and scope of the arrest. I've been so disillusioned today, Todd. Marijuana in the NBA... Marijuana in the NFL, these are two things of which I had never conceived. Well, it's uh, – Cal, I, I, don't, I don't know that I like discussing your conception habits very much, but um, – <laughs> I, 
But but you know I I understand how it might be confusing for some of the players. Look, the Chiefs play. Well, they they used to play the Oakland Raiders, right? And they still do. It's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders now, but it may be difficult for a player who moves or goes to Oakland for a game, and well, it's legal in Oakland, right? And then goes maybe they play the Rams. It's legal in Southern California. I think in this particular case, they're going to have a problem with they had no warrant, because what the facts were was there was three people or a group of people smoking marijuana. And one of the suspects threw uh, a blunt into Breland's car, right? So it wasn't Breland that threw it into Breland's car. It was another suspect. And they went in and got that blunt, uh, for lack of a better choice of words. I think it was a joiner or something. But But it weighed weighed 1.3 grams. Now, to me, isn't that a pretty big blunt? I... I'm not experienced in <laughs> such matters, but I would believe yes. I, I, I'm reminded of the secretary in Ferris Bueller's day off when Denise is saying the word blunt because I'm expecting a blunt, mar- blunt, joint, roach, ganja. It knows all the terminology. Right, right, right. Okay, so here's why I think the uh, here's why I think the police would be able to get out around the warrant requirement. Right? Okay. So if they approach and they see three people smoking marijuana and the person that's holding the marijuana is not Breland but throws the joint into Breland's car, the officer could claim that he was going into Breland's car to receive, to retrieve the marijuana joint evidence, evidence against the third party. That third party has no expectation of privacy in Breland's car. Sure. It would be it might be suppressed as to evidence against Breland, but if the case is ultimately brought against the other person, that person wouldn't have an expectation of privacy in Breland's car. And the way they get around it against Breland is the uh effervescent or the exigent circumstances that exist, because if I have to wait to get a warrant to get into the car to get the marijuana that is in the car, this person could drive off, they could be gone, the marijuana could burn up, It might it, the amount of time it would take to get the warrant might result in the destruction of property. Sure. So I would have an exigent circumstance to get there, and never mind the fact that the officer has probable cause to go ahead and place him under arrest based upon the violation of a law that occurred in the officer's presence. He has they what they call home. an on view. He, 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 he saw this taking place. It does. So anyway, Breland did attempt to leave. He did. And when he attempted to leave, uh, the officer said, you're being detained. You can't leave. And so the officer tried to put handcuffs on Breland. These are the allegations um, that Breland then pulled away. And the officer says he pushed him. Mm. So Breland pushed the officer. That would give rise to another um, criminal act. And, and the long and short of all of this is obviously the case hasn't resolved yet, but Breland will be facing an investigation, possible suspension by the NFL, as well as dealing with stuff related to the criminal case. And we're going to have to go ahead and follow that. And uh, well, I wanted to say one more thing about that. Please do. They found um, 3.2 grams of additional marijuana in his car, two open bottles of Corona beer in his car, and an open bottle of Patron. So he gets resisting arrest, having alcohol in open containers in a motor vehicle uh, with the seal broken, and um, in addition to the other uh, items with the drugs. And the NFL league minimum 
five hundred and ten thousand. But I don't think he gets league minimum. He's you know he was a starter. He was, yeah, yeah. Well, you know this case is going to come down, like you said, Denise, to whether or not the officer has justified in going into the car. If a court determines that it's not, if that was a violation, then everything you just talked about that was found in the car suppressed, gone, case goes away. We'll follow it, see what happens going down the road. Wouldn't that be a discouraging to a police officer though, when you believe you're doing everything right, and all of a sudden somebody says that's going to go away? It could be. I don't know how they can put could up with be. that. Yeah. Well, stay tuned because we have more Radio Law Talk coming up here in just a little bit on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com where shows are available 24-7. Stay tuned. There's more ahead. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Fancy Pants Peanut Butter? A big screen television? You haven't even bought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody even remembers. Feed the pig. 
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800 If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. Oh, that's stone. Oh, come on. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Coming up, we're, we're just about done with our second hour. It's our last segment of the second hour. This is blown by. This is a... This has gone by faster than uh, than most of my dates that usually only last five or ten minutes. But regardless, uh, <laughs> they usually make their determination pretty quickly. Yep, nope, next, move on. You know, with all this talk about marijuana, we should mention that Cannabis Co- Cafe, uh, located in West Hollywood, is opening up again. Not that they are we're endorsing it or that, that we are sponsored by them or anything. No, but they're, they're, it's a, what is, is it a drive through Cannabis. They it call is. it burger and a blunt. <laughs> wow. Now, now that's pretty blatant, wouldn't you say? It's kind of a kind of an interesting take on In and Out, but uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> which, interestingly enough, the title of that burger joint also <clears throat> anyway also anyway. reflects the physiological effect it has on me. Hey, you know what? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen those those jokes that go around that, that you know a list of crazy things that are said in court by lawyers and the average person looks at it and says, oh my gosh, like uh, like the question to the coroner, uh, how many autopsies have you performed on dead people? And the response, uh, all the autopsies I've performed have been on so dead people. So this happened to you before you died, sir? Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah, right, you know, some, uh, you some know, really brilliant comments have come up. Did, did that cause you to die? <laughs> yes. And how old was your 21-year-old daughter? She's 21. Uh, okay, so a lot of those, you, know, you see those, and I wonder if they actually come from actual transcripts or not. But look, there, there's there's a story came down the pike, okay, just in the last week or so. Uh, <clears throat> if you've ever wondered if a dead person can sue or be sued in the Ninth Circuit, Court of Appeals, in the Ninth Circuit District Courts, which is you know, Calif- was it California, Arizona, Washington, Oregon, Montana, something like that. Uh, Idaho, they don't just skip over. It, you know, if you've ever wondered, well, the Ninth Circuit has 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 put that question to rest. Yeah, they said uh, the century-old question of whether a dead person can sue or be sued in the circuit. This ruling was that a deceased person cannot be a party to litigation. And although the reason is self-evident, sometimes stating the obvious is necessary. Now, the interesting thing about this is it took a 28-page published opinion (laughs) to come to the conclusion that a dead person 
cannot sue or be sued. So the yet. question is, can a dead person file a lawsuit and the court says, of course not? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just it was sitting right there. I had to pick it. It was too easy. Oh, yes. Be- because the, the the depositions would just stink. Oh man. Oh, you know. Uh. But it does raise the question. I mean, I wish Fred were here to discuss this because personal injury lawyers that they sue on behalf of the deceased all the time, but the money is more if they should they win, the money would go to family and survivors, well, right? Oftentimes, you look at the lawsuit. Those are on behalf of the deceased person's estate. Oh, and okay. and because the estate still has living people that are entitled to recoup things for it, then then that can happen. Oftentimes, it's the estate of which is the person being sued, yeah. you know, in a in a wrongful death case where there's an accident and both drivers are killed Perish. tragically. Perish, right? They yeah. perish. The uh, the driver at fault, their estate can be sued by the relatives of the driver that was not at fault. So so. how penetrable are trusts when that kind of stuff comes up? I mean, a lot of people think, I'll just go and protect all of my assets by putting them in a trust. And that I've learned on this show that that ain't necessarily so. I would say in a situation like that, that there are so many different variables and permutations that it is really a case-by-case basis. You'd have to... uh, the, The one thing that I would say is... You know, sometimes you can go to like Staples or some of these places and buy the, uh, you know, do Make your own trust, trust and, yeah, you know, right, trust right, form. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, you know, if it were me, I'd have something done specific to what I do. Same thing with employee handbooks and all that kind of stuff. Look, it's a contract and it's meant to protect you. I'd have it tailored specifically to your needs, your desires and what you're trying to protect. Definitely. That's another way of saying get a very, very good estate planning attorney and ask around, involved. find someone who's skilled. <laughs> Exactly. Because there are a lot of people who put hang out a shingle or they have a seminar. I'm going to have a seminar. Those are usually trying to sell you a specific product and are not necessarily, they may be, but are not necessarily looking out to tailor something to your specific situation. And remember that no matter no matter how much money you have, even the wealthy, the, the people that seem to have an unlimited source of funds, don't always get everything that they want in a case. I mean, like, Meghan Markle, for example. I, I mean, I would think that she has a, a a good amount of cash to be able to throw at a lawyer representing in her lawsuit, but she was dealt a pretty significant blow recently, wasn't she? Yeah, she filed a complaint against um, one of the um, <clears throat> the big. It's called Mel on Sunday. Yep. So it's a big, you know. Um, uh, agency that that does journalism. It's and the London Daily Mail, and Sunday is their most read paper. From okay. my understanding of that's correct. But Mail yeah, on Sunday, yeah. and they have it called Mail on Sunday. Right. So she sued them for um, basically publishing private letter from her father or to her from her to her father, and so she really was trying to bring a privacy case, but unfortunately she made this such a big broader description of what happened to her um, that it also said basically looked like libel or defamation on top of the privacy case. And what the court said is, hey, we're going to rule in favor of this tabloid because it's you've got it too much. You're, you're going way outside. If you want to allege defamation, you have to specifically allege defamation. If you want to um, allege libel, you have to allege that specifically. But in the privacy case, these facts that you're trying to use, they're not f- breach of privacy. 
And really, it was going to limit her a lot to the evidence that she could actually bring in against the tabloid as well. But the judge did give her the legal ability to amend, if you will, and refile um, a complaint that's more pared down. Now, it's very different in the United Kingdom. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. because this case was filed in the U.K. That's the jurisdiction for it, right? That's exactly and, right. And my understanding is that the laws relating to whether or not something is libel or slander related to stuff that's put in the press in the U.K. is different maybe than the laws in the United States related to that. Do I have that correctly yes. or am I wrong? Yes. How are they different? Well, they don't have that same requirement when you have a breach of privacy they don't they don't have the same requirement and or exceptions to um that your public persona thus i have to show additional um fraud malice you know different things like that that's why a couple of weeks ago we were talking about johnny depp and he elected to sue in the uk as opposed to the united states because he didn't want to have to run up against that in the united states that you know right. oh, well you're a public person so it's okay to talk bad about you right that's right. Okay. And in England, it's a Human Rights Act of 1999 that deals with the privacy issue. And um, it, it's it's in this particular case, I think she's got a big problem because they they published this private letter, but her father gave them the private letter. Uh-oh. And the, the tabloid then made the decision, we're only going to publish parts of this. And the parts they published kind of led to a misleading um, interpretation of what was really going on between her and her father. So the whole issue here was she sued because they published a letter between her and her dad, and she was like, yeah, this that's too personal. You shouldn't have published it. And their defense is, yeah, well, your dad gave it to us. Yeah. But I think the royals have, uh, under that compassionate act, and I could be wrong, I think they actually have some special protections above and beyond a normal celebrity in England. I, I don't know if this is out of the Lady Diana death. I don't know. But I think the, if my memory serves me correctly... And I don't know. I'm just reading articles on it. I don't know my, you know, anything about this. But I, I think they have some special protections. On I, this. I think they do too. And I think, um, it, as some, you know, in, in England they have two structures for their attorneys, if you will. They have barristers who go to court, and they have solicitors who deal with the clients and actually prepare the case. And it's very interesting that dichotomy. But another barrister firm said basically that. She should not have made this so broad if she would have kept it very small and detail-oriented that she had a better um, right uh, privacy um, argument. So broad brush case didn't work. I'm just surprised that she made that mistake given the number of years that she was the bright legal assistant on the show Suits. That that (laughs) show did not prepare her better for a real-life legal case. Folks, we are at the end of hour number two. Numero dos in the books. Cal, take us out, and we hope to see you on the other side. If the show doesn't cover it in your station, go to radiolawtalk.com and keep listening. Exactly, and there is more Radio Law Talk coming up on the station or on the website, and another case and no case, and more next hour on Radio Law Talk. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
$1,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804. 